Welcome to the Alcohol Minimalist Podcast. I'm your host, Molly Watts. If you want to change your drinking habits and create a peaceful relationship with alcohol, you're in the right place. This podcast explores the strategies I use to overcome a lifetime of family alcohol abuse, more than 30 years of anxiety and worry about my own drinking, and what felt like an unbreakable daily drinking habit. Becoming an alcohol minimalist means removing excess alcohol from your life so it doesn't remove you from life. It means being able to take alcohol or leave it without feeling deprived. It means to live peacefully, being able to enjoy a glass of wine without feeling guilty and without needing to finish the bottle. With science on our side, we'll shatter your past patterns and eliminate your excuses. Changing your relationship with alcohol is possible. I'm here to help you do it. Let's start now. Well, hello and welcome or welcome back to the Alcohol Minimalist Podcast with me, your host, Molly Watts, coming to you from a picture perfect Oregon. Really, it's been absolutely beautiful around here. But it's still Oregon, and I'm still here. And if you listened to last week's podcast, you would have heard me talking about the fact that I was on my way to Vegas. There was a slight diversion on my way to Vegas. The day that I was supposed to be leaving, I ended up in the ER and was there in the ER for 36 hours. And then I was in the hospital for another 36 hours. And 72 hours later, I missed my <laughs> missed my Vegas trip and came home to home here in Oregon, minus one gallbladder and minus my Vegas vacation. <sighs> so there's that happening this week. If my voice sounds a little off, it's because I'm still recovering from general anesthesia and I have limited my, well, or my lung capacity is a little bit affected by it evidently. Thank God I recorded a podcast last week, right the day of actually the day that I ended up going to the ER. And I was in pain when I was doing the podcast, but I could still talk pretty well. <laughs> I am happy that I have that to share with you today. Before we get to that, I have a I have a prize winner, an alcohol minimalist swag prize winner. And that is PR Tyner. PR Tyner. PR Tyner, if that if you're listening, please email me, Molly at Mollywatts.com, and I will send you out your alcohol minimalist swag. If you would like to be registered into the drawing for some alcohol minimalist swag, all you gotta do is leave a review of the podcast or the book anywhere that you listen to it, anywhere that you might be reading it. And really with the reviews of the podcast, those are kind of a way that you can pay it forward, help somebody who's trying to work on their relationship with alcohol and is looking for tools to do that. Having more reviews helps us be found by other people when they're searching for, for podcast content. I am still a little like don't get the where the disconnect is because I get comments all the time from folks. I ask people questions when they're joining our Alcohol Minimalist Facebook group. And if you haven't joined there, it's, there's always a link in the show notes. Please come join us. But I always ask people questions and I've asked them if they've heard the podcast. And pretty much all the time I get comments like this one. Every hour of every single day, I am listening and your podcasts have been very helpful. It has now been five weeks since I started and I can proudly say that I have not gotten drunk or woken up with a hangover. 
<laughs> and I get comments like that, like your podcasts have been very helpful, right? I and I appreciate them. I always appreciate them. I'm very grateful. This work is extremely gratifying to me. I'm so blessed to be able to do it and to help people create this peaceful relationship with alcohol. But I would love to keep helping people and to do that, helping people find the podcast easier is one way of doing that. If you have time and you can go over and leave a review it does. I would prefer that it be a nice one, but if it's not, either way, if you leave a review, it helps people find us. And so I would just really appreciate it if you can take the time and then you'll be eligible for some alcohol minimalist swag too, right? Good things. Okay, on to this week's show. I am talking to Nicole Huff. Nicole has started a passion project business herself uh, regarding alcohol. And I am really just so excited for what they are doing. And well, it's not regarding alcohol, it's regarding alcohol free living. And she is the founder and editor of uh, After Magazine. And that's AF, like the AF is highlighted in the logo for it's After Magazine. It's launching in December. And After is the magazine for non-drinkers, for the sober curious, and anyone evaluating their relationship with alcohol. Nicole has probably the best non-alcoholic bar setup I have ever seen. Um, And she shares a lot of um, non-alcoholic drink mixing tips and ideas uh, on her content. But this idea of this magazine, I am just loving it. And you can subscribe now, get ahead of it for their December launch for either a print version or a digital version. It's extremely affordable. And I think just a great, a great idea. And I'm super excited to see where this goes. I enjoyed talking with Nicole. Thank God I, like I said, thank God I had it and was able to talk to her because I wouldn't have a podcast ready for this week if I had not. Thank you, Nicole Huff. And here is my conversation with her folks. Have a great week and I will see you next time. P.S. I am feeling much better. Thank you for all of your kind, helpful wishes and healing thoughts. Definitely on the road to 100% well and I should be by the next time you hear from me. Have a great week. Hey, good morning, Nicole. Thank you so much for being here. I am so excited to have this conversation with you and to share with my audience all about After Magazine. So thank you. Good morning, Molly. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. And I'm really excited to talk to you about it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're going to go back to the beginning. I want to hear about this because it's a pity. It's a pretty big um, endeavor that you've decided to embark on here. But tell me kind of where this journey for you started and, you know, why you're passionate about bringing After Magazine to to the world. So Sure. I would love to tell you. It's probably a long story. So That's um, good. That's good. Yeah. We love stories. Good. So in terms of the magazine, we're at the very beginning of our entrepreneurial journey. Um, we're working on our first issue right now, which will come out December 1st. Mm-hmm. Um, we're putting together articles and you know, soliciting ads and all the things that go into photography and magazine. Um, so we've been working on this about since March. Mm-hmm. That's been a pretty short time, but this came out of my own sober journey, which started about three years ago. 
Mm-hmm. And um, that was sort of when I first became sober curious and was thinking about giving up alcohol. And um, pre-pandemic, so it was August of 2019. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess, let's see, during the pandemic, then I had I had stopped drinking for a while, then sort of started again because it seemed like the thing to do during right. the pandemic. <laughs> um, but I also had this dream, which was to do cooking videos. It's something I had always wanted to do as a side business. Um, so I started doing that during uh, the summer of 2020 and ended up doing 37 weekly live streams of cooking. Uh huh. And during that time, so this um, this endeavor that I'd always dreamed of, and I had wanted to do it before, and I thought, I hate how I look on a video, and I hate how I look on uh, sound <laughs> and all this. And I kind of said, I'm just going to do it. And I, the reason I'm telling you this part is it led down the road to everything else sure. that has happened. <laughs> um, so I had called a friend and I said, just tell me to do it. I'm going to post it to Facebook this is so scary to me. And um, he was like, just do it. So I posted it. And then the next day started this. And this was during the summer when I had started consuming alcohol again. And it was such a huge endeavor. It was so much bigger than I ever thought it would be that the two things couldn't go hand in hand anymore. I was doing these Tuesday live streams and then I was drinking martinis at night as I had done before. And I had you know so much free time and, um, it all kind of came to a head because the drinking martinis and setting up for these live streams and doing where you take one, you do yeah. one dish and cook it and then you swap it out. I mean, it was a huge amount of work. <laughs> um, just wasn't working for me. And I realized that this is not working for me at all. So then my sober journey started and coincided with these videos. And as I learned more about the alcohol-free industry and got on Instagram about it, then I decided I wanted to make mocktail videos as well. And so I started doing that and just started meeting so many people. There were so many great people on Instagram in this space uh-huh. who were really passionate about it. And I thought, how can I take this and first of all, turn it into a job, you know, monetize this yeah. in some way. How can I make reach a bigger audience um, and do something a little bit different? Because there are a lot of people doing mocktail videos and cooking is really sure. more my strength. Um, and then how can I make, be part of this cultural shift that's happening and create something that gets into people's awareness and helps move this movement along. And I had a very long brainstorming session about it. Um, and the magazine was born out of that. So wow. I met those three criteria and the reason, so I have this exercise I do, um, from a, for a business development, which is you start with something like, I want to find something that reaches those three criteria and yeah. you write a hundred things that you could think of that would meet those criteria. And, um, you know, you think you get to 20 and you think, well, that's a lot of things. And you get to 50 and you think, oh, I can't go on with this. And you get to a hundred and you know, your creativity starts after a certain point mm-hmm. with that. And I think the magazine was around like 75. On that oh, list. wow. Um, oh, wow. Know, it was, you know, just so many ideas of things that could happen. Um, so that was where we started and I put it out there. We created an Instagram page and a website and um, started moving all the videos there and it's really, it's been very exciting since then that um, 
people have come out of the woodwork that want to share their stories, that want to share the innovative things that they're doing in the space. Um, advertisers, you know, just it's it's been, I think people are excited about it. And that has made me really happy. I feel like, you know, when all of your past skills as an entrepreneur, all of your past skills from different lives yeah. kind of come together and then people are excited about it and talking about it, it feels really good. It feels like you've hit on the right thing. So yeah. that's where we are right now. Yeah. Just as a side note, I mean, one of the things that I always look at things in my own journeys too, in terms of things that you want to do and you know, in, in the business realm, right. It's mm -hmm. not, a, it's not just about, it's not about, yes, of course you want to try to monetize it. Right. Cause you want to spend your time doing this, but mm -hmm. you have to love what you're talking about and you have exactly. to be passionate what you're about, what you're talking about. And, you know, for this type of endeavor, I'm sure you want to feel like you're helping people, right. You're helping yes. support that community. Mm -hmm. That's, that is exactly true. And it's true. You don't, you don't want to talk about the money, but you have to, there has to be the money there, first of all, to have a business, you know, so right. monetizing is a big part of it, but um, yeah, helping people is the bigger part of it. That's what brings the joy and the motivation and the passion and the, the will to create something like this. Yeah. It's true. The magazine is called After. So tell mm -hmm. me about the name. So the name after it has two meanings. First of all, the AF and after stands for alcohol free. Right. So And so we have that kind of in a different color on our logo. Yeah. And then the word after itself is meant to evoke the beauty that happens after you give up alcohol. Mm -hmm. So on our website, we have a paragraph that says, if you, you know, that you've arrived on the other side of a decision, if you're considering giving up alcohol or drinking less alcohol, you're on the other side of that decision and the beauty begins after, which I believe to be true. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I talk, I talk all the time about, you know, and I think you and I talked about this before we ever jumped on this call about, I use the, the phrase having a peaceful relationship with alcohol mm -hmm. and peaceful is, you know, is what happened for me after I addressed my own drinking habits. And while I'm not exclusively alcohol free, I am a very, obviously this is the alcohol minimalist podcast. So we <laughs> definitely incorporate many alcohol free days, alcohol free times into our lives. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's an important part. It is. And I do agree. It is so much more peaceful to not be thinking about alcohol, to not have anxiety from alcohol. You know, that's, the, my whole life changed when I really committed to mm -hmm. giving up alcohol. Yeah. Tell me what you would have looked like to out the outside world. Were you somebody that people thought, Oh yeah. Call Nicole. She's the, she's the party girl. Or were you just somebody who drank daily or, you know, what, what, what did that habit look like for you? It's a little bit of everything for me. Um, <laughs> probably not surprising given the last story. I just yeah. Um, I did love to party and hang out with my friends. And that was true from high school on, you know, and um, in sobriety, I've kind of been exploring why, why mm -hmm. that was, Yeah, but that was part of it. And then I was also as a mom and a, you know, I guess as a mom, a woman, I don't, you know, there's a trend and a culture around drinking 
in the evenings drinking wine. And I was doing that without even thinking about it really. Mm -hmm. Um, So those are kind of two separate things. One is much more festive and either one can be a problem, but you know, I was just kind of drinking wine at night and then over time, you know, there, I am divorced. So during sort of the, that period of figuring all that out, we were drinking a lot of martinis, you know, yeah. just kind of trying to cope with all of this. And it became, you know, I think an unhealthy coping mechanism. Yeah. And something that I was overindulging in. And just um, as I get older, just physically was reacting to it so much differently. Yeah. Where I would have one drink and start to feel like I don't even remember. I'm not going to remember this conversation. It was affecting my mind. It was affecting um, just physically anxiety and feeling so tired all the time. Yeah. You know, we're something that I guess for many people, this is true. It started out as fun and then it started out as a way to connect with my ex or, you know, um, just cope with things and became totally not totally out of control, but totally to me where I felt like it was affecting my day to day in a really negative way. Yeah. What you, what you said about having just one drink and it affecting you differently, Mm -hmm. you know, that's why we can't get too hung up on like what the limits are for, I talk about low risk limits, but I also tell people that it's very possible that the most peaceful relationship for you might be alcohol free because you may find that you even having that one drink is just not having a good, you know, reaction. It's very dynamic. All of our interactions right. with alcohol are very dynamic. They're based on our age and our weight and our, how much we've eaten and how hot it is and how much sleep mm-hmm. we've had and all of that. So you have to pay attention. If you're going to include alcohol in your life, uh, you have to be mindful about it. You need to pay attention to it. And right there's categorically no question that the safest amount of alcohol for anyone is zero. And I talk about that all the time too, but if you are going to include it in your life, you need to be very mindful of it because it could be something that on any given day, you're, it's not going to, you're not going to have the same reaction to it you did before. Mm -hmm. And you may want to, you need, you want to use, you know, be paying attention and adjust your, adjust your decisions for it. And I think what you also said about, it's very common. Obviously people are turning to, to alcohol as a coping mechanism, as Mm -hmm. also as the agent of fun. We have a ton of stories about all this stuff that, (laughs) you know, what alcohol does and doesn't do for us. Mm -hmm. It's worth exploring those stories regardless. Yeah. Regardless. And you said, you said, you know, now as a living a sober and alcohol free life, you're kind of going back into the past and asking yourself, okay, why was I doing all, you know, why was I, why did I think I needed to do that? Right. I think those stories that we tell ourselves or that our, I guess that our society tells us are really, they're insidious and they're, they're just so pervasive and we all believe them. We believe that we are more fun with alcohol, that it's just something we all do. You know, there's a very, Mm -hmm. we just kind of all accept it and, and that's how it is. And, um, I think people are examining that now a little bit more, which is it, it's part of, we can talk about like trends and things, but that's an interesting thing that I see happening. And it is true. So I've been totally sober for over a year and a half and I, it takes me a long time to process things. So even the sugar cravings didn't come for me for six months afterwards. And I was kind of like, what's happening now? <laughs> uh-huh. um, it's It's been a, a slow, but gentle process of 
kind of delving into things. And I, you know, I even looked back at when I was 14, why did I just jump so enthusiastically into drinking, you know, with my friends? And um, it's a process of self-discovery and yeah. it continues every day. Yeah. 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 Hey, everyone, just a quick break in the show to talk with you about Sunnyside. Now you've heard me talk about Sunnyside on the show before. I've had Nick and Ian, the founders here as my guests. I am just so impressed with them. They are deeply mission driven. They are building a service to help millions of people create a healthier relationship with alcohol with no pressure to quit or feel guilty. So you know, they are very aligned with everything I talk about here at Alcohol Minimalist. I wanted to share with you some thoughts and comments made by people in my group and my clients who use Sunnyside. I checked it out and was pleasantly surprised. I have used a few tracking apps and despised them. But the support, the daily check-ins, and the plan, yes, the plan. I signed up for three months yesterday and actually looked forward to the check-in today. I have no doubt this tool is a step forward for me. I just want to thank you to everyone who recommended Sunnyside in this group and all of your advice throughout. I'm having the best start to a week of moderating since I fell off the wagon in January. You work the plan and it works. Thank you, everyone. Now, you don't have to take my word for it. You don't have to take their word for it. I want you to check it out for yourself. Go to www.sunnyside.co slash minimalist to get started on a free trial today. I mean, I say I have a peaceful relationship with alcohol, but I'm always paying attention and mindful of what that looks like for me. And what's very interesting, what I think is very interesting. I would wonder if you have the same thing. I was just uh, sharing with my audience last week on the podcast, I am headed out of town and going to Vegas and oh, nice. I have this. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yes, it is. And I was, it's <laughs> these old habited thoughts started popping up mm -hmm. because, you know, there were plenty of times that I used to go to Vegas that like my whole idea of the trip was focused on all the free drinks, quote unquote, right. you know, <laughs> like, Oh, but it's free. And right. <laughs> like, so, how can of I, of course I have to have as right, many exactly. as possible. <laughs> how can I possibly not drink because it's free. And so that has zero appeal to me now. I'm not like thinking about it at all, but that mm -hmm. thought came up like, Oh yeah, that's right. We're going to Vegas. And then I was like, huh? Oh, wait a minute. No, we don't. That's not a thought that we, uh, that I use <laughs> anymore. That's not useful for me. I don't, I don't choose that. Right. And but people will say that they'll say, well, what are you going to do them? I know. What are you going to do? And then <laughs> when people say that I sometimes still think, well, what am I going to do? Yeah, <laughs> you know? Right. Right. <laughs> Gamble. Like, no, I don't know. It, but Vegas, no, you're, there's a lot yeah. to do in Vegas yeah. really, but yeah. it, it, you do, we're so conditioned that, you know, I still have to think about that. I went what? to Chicago recently for a reunion and I mean, the whole day was centered around drinking. It was a lot of fun. I went to all the events and things, but there were not a lot of options. Uh huh. And um, yeah, everywhere we went, the bartenders would look at me like I had two heads. And I was like, you know, the day was centered around drinking, but you could still go along and just have a good time. Yeah. I mean, I, 
I am of that same mindset. I now have no issue going to a bar and right. having soda water and lemon and mm -hmm. I don't have, or, or a non-alcoholic beer or whatever. I don't, it just doesn't bother me at all. And I can still enjoy the experience. And the culture is that we have to defend, like we have to mm -hmm. defend our decision to not drink as opposed right. to, you know, as to make the decision that's actually healthier for you, you have to like, feel like you have to defend yourself. I also find really ironic, like when basically, you know, things went to a point where you couldn't smoke anymore inside mm -hmm. anywhere, you know, where no smoking on airplanes, nothing. Right. And like right. nobody thought boo about it. Like, I mean, smokers I'm sure did, but most right. people were like, <laughs> hooray, awesome, good idea. Nobody should be smoking around me. Right. Right. And like, if I remember in New York when that happened and it yeah. was a big shift for a while, but yeah. not for, it didn't drag on for years, maybe a year that people were talking yeah. about it and then it became the norm. Right. Really and easily. I think, and, but I think now, like if, you, but I think it's like the opposite. Like if you tried to, if you tried to smoke in front of somebody now, they'd be like, what right. Are you what are you it's doing? So like, ugh, right. But we're right. Like, and in the eighties, everybody was smoking at in the school yeah. at work. It didn't matter. Yeah. We in the building. It was, and it's not that long ago. No. And it's like completely the opposite with alcohol. Like, uh, you're not drinking. What, what's wrong with you? Are you pregnant? Like, you right. know, oh, like, gosh. yeah, question. Yeah, so I know. Much. I know. Yeah. I'm sure you do. It's like, oh. <laughs> Right. It's like, is there something you should tell me? I'm like, no, I'm a little bit old for that. <laughs> yeah. Or um, the, or the, 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 I, and I was talking about this last week too, just like the having to feeling like you want to have a drink because you don't want people to think that it, that you're not drinking because you have a problem with alcohol. Like, let's think about the, the right. logic around that. <laughs> they do know? assume that you have a problem. Right. It doesn't stop me, obviously. But yeah, this day in Chicago, I mean, I think people are very curious on one hand, and maybe they feel a little bit awkward, too, because it just becomes the topic of conversation for the day. And everyone. Well, right. Well, then you, they have like, to examine well, their own. Drink. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is great. I think some of them are doing it because they feel that maybe they should cut back or they feel like you're judging them uh -huh. in some way. And I'm like, I'm not judging you in any way right um this and then really isn't about curious. you <laughs> it's not about you I feel this is I liken this to I've designed kitchens and bathrooms for 20 years that was my career and um that was my second career actually this is my third career um but people not clients just people if I go into their house they say oh I'm sure you're judging my kitchen uh -huh. I'm so embarrassed I'm so embarrassed I'm like I'm not I'm not judging you in any way this has nothing uh -huh. to do with me <laughs> 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 your kitchen's great like what um and people act the same way or they'll say oh I'm so sorry I'm so sorry I'm drinking in front of you yeah like I'm fine I I and I, I'm happy to be able to say that that I'm so confident I mean this might not be true for a lot of people or especially maybe new to sobriety I'm so grateful to be where I am and to feel so good and I there's no way I could have put this the magazine together or started this project or if I was drinking uh-huh so I I don't have a problem with anybody else's actions or it's, it's only about what's right for me. Yeah. I, yeah. I hear you. I, you know, I could not, I, we, like I said, you and I talked offline about this, but we both have other jobs that we're still, you know, right. full-time jobs so, trying so still to doing and finish still, up. <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah. you know, and I, and I work with people and I have a podcast and I do this too, you know, and you, 
yeah, I mean, hello, I could not do it. I could not do it at all if I um, was yeah. over drinking in any way, you know, and I, like I said, I have a very minimalistic, um, for me, that just, it, it's where I am. It's where it works. But mm -hmm. I would tell people all the time. I know, I know on a daily basis, uh, there's no pot, there's no part of me that would be able to do what I do. Um, if I wasn't, you know, alcohol free most right. of my life. So absolutely. I mean, my product productivity level has yeah. gone through the roof and yeah. for better or worse, you know, I feel like I never rest and yeah. try, you know, putting my all towards the magazine and trying and building something and then still having sort of an old life that I'm buttoning up and, yeah. um, I'm grateful that I can do all of that and stay under control, but it's also like, wow, I'm so productive. I never, yeah. Right. Trying to find yeah. balance, I guess is what I'm trying to say. You know, Absolutely. This is, and that's another thing to learn in sobriety is finding balance and taking care of yourself. Um, people describe alcohol as self-care when it really is not. No, obviously. Finding yeah, new, right. <laughs> so it does give you, I guess the same as smoking used to be, it gives you an opportunity for a break to just sit. You know, if you're drinking, you're not really doing other things. And um, yeah, right, right. And so then I think we have a thing about resting in our culture in, in general. Yep. Yeah, for uh, sure. but then if you don't have a drink in your hand or you're not outside in the smoking circle, what are you doing if you're just sitting there? Right, you know, so, right. You have um, to get comfortable allowing yourself to rest. Mm -hmm, and for sure being able to do that in a in a positive and mindful and and you know without without a drink or a cigarette in your hand without exactly. anything right and I've taken a I've started a meditation practice so I do try awesome. to do that Fantastic. every day and it helps it's and it's it's a really welcome break but this is also I meditate and that's when all my ideas come to me yeah so then halfway through <laughs> I have one eye one eye open like mm, I need to write that down <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know if that counts, Nicole. I'm right. not sure it counts. Mm. It's more of a quiet <laughs> brainstorm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So tell me, so the magazine, the magazine is coming out in December. So it's a physical magazine, physical magazine or digital cop digital. Only? We have both. So we will have okay, a physical wow. magazine. Yep. So we have a print subscription that includes a digital copy Uh huh. and we have a digital subscription. And then we have our website with a newsletter. And is it going to come um, out? Do you, are you publishing quarterly? Is that what your plan is right now? Yes. Or are you Okay. Yes. Quarterly. So March is the next one for spring and this is our winter issue. Uh-huh. Yeah. We're very excited about that. Yeah. So fantastic. So you can, so um, we're going to put it up on the website folks. I mean, I'm going to put it up in the link it in my show notes. I'm also going to share this in my group and we'll probably put something over, link it over on my website so that you guys can Thank link you. to, yeah, find Nicole and find after magazine. Um, because whether or not you are, so tell me what's going to be the content. Tell me, I mean, sure. because it's for people that are, again, for somebody that's now called minimalist like me, there are great opportunities in this magazine in terms of content for learning, you know, all about options that are non-alcoholic, right? Yes. Yep. So our tagline is the magazine for non-drinkers, the sober curious and anyone exploring their relationship with alcohol. Yeah. So we're, yeah. So if you're someone who's just thinking about it, we're, we're hoping to inspire and show what's available and what's going on in the industry. Um, and if you're someone who doesn't drink, then we're adding to that discussion. So it's a lifestyle magazine 
And we're including everything, of course, mocktail recipes and food, um, but travel, there's a lot of alcohol-free travel oh, coming up. Um, a lot of people who are hosting things like that, and as well as profiles on cities that, you know, where can you find some alcohol-free options or what's the culture in different places, um, as well as perspectives. Our contributors are writing their own perspectives about sobriety and their own journeys. And we're highlighting people in the industry who are doing innovative things right now, which there are a lot of. Yeah. In the non-alcoholic yeah. manufacturers and drinks. Yeah. That's really, right. really cool. A lot of producers of non-alcoholic drinks, as well as people creating pop-up bars or um, bottle shops. Yeah. Um, catering companies. There's, there's just so much innovation going on. Really interesting things. Well, this is going to be very exciting and I am just so enthusiastic about this project. I cannot wait to get, to get, to get Mm -hmm. a copy, to, to see it in, in the, you know, I, I like physical copies, so I can't wait for that. I do too. I'm glad to hear you say that because people say print is dead. I'm like, well, Well, yeah, I do too. I love prints. Yeah. I think there are a lot of people who still like to hold on. And that was actually one of the reason, one of the reasons for having a print copy is that it's a tangible thing. I think if we're part of a cultural shift, it helps to have an actual physical product that people can see, your friends can see it. It's, 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 it exists. It's something out in the world. You know, there's a lot of online content, but if you're not looking for it, then you're not finding it, you know, that's, and this is something that will actually be out there, whether it's on a large scale or, you know, whoever our subscribers are, that's great. But I think having a footprint (laughs) in print is important. I love it. I love it. Well, the website folks is literally uh, www.aftermagazine.com. So aftermagazine.com. And uh, like I said, I will link that in the show notes, get over there. You can, is there a place for people to sign up already, Nicole, to subscribe? Okay, perfect. Yes. There's a subscription page. Um, it's clearly in the menu at the top Okay, and we have those two options, digital or digital and print. Uh huh. Both of them include, I shouldn't, I don't know. These are upcoming things. So we're looking into doing some courses on our website, some merch, things like that. So any subscription includes a discount for any of those in the future. Fantastic. Great. Mm -hmm. Well, I, this is awesome. I have loved talking with you. I can't wait to share this information with, like I said, with my listeners and with the people that, you know, I talk to all the time. I'm, I I hope that people will go over and sign up to get on your subscription list. And I wish you all the very best. I can't wait. You'll touch base with me and let me know when it's, when it's live and Absolutely. Yes. Thank you so much. Wonderful. Well, folks, that is where you can go after magazine.com, all sorts of great content coming up and uh, really support this because just like the tagline says, whether you are alcohol free, sober, curious, or just exploring your relationship with alcohol, this magazine is going to give you lots of great ideas. Thank you. Thanks. So nice talking to you. You too. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Alcohol Minimalist Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to helping you change your drinking habits and to create a peaceful relationship with alcohol. Use something you learned in today's episode and apply it to your life this week. Transformation is possible. You have the power to change your relationship with alcohol now. 
For more information, please visit me at www.mollywatts.com.